He was also avidly read by expanding numbers of spiritual directors, Christian psychologists, and a host of people in the pews who hunger for a theology that makes sense, and for experiences of God that are not of this world. It has been observed that Dallas Willard did not set out to make a movement or foster a trend. He did intend to cast a big vision for a big God in a big world. Part of this bigness is seen in Dallas's approach to disciplines such as philosophy and biblical theology, in which, while being respectful, he was not confined by the current norms. Instead, he focused on broad, fundamental, and enduring issues, approaching them in a way that was rigorous but non-technical and always historically informed. The breadth of Dallas Willard's interests may best be captured by the fact that much of his writing and thought during his last decade of life rose even further above ongoing academic and ecclesiastical debates and focused on his vision for reforming the academy itself. His desire was to reclaim moral knowledge and cast a grand idea for a society where its shapers— those in the public square of business, government, entertainment, education, would practice their professions as residents of the kingdom, enrolled in schools of life, taught by pastors, and lived by all. Given all this, it was no surprise that the broad scope of Dallas Willard's interests was also reflected in the variety of individuals who attended one or more of his three memorial services. One service, May 8, 2013, was primarily for those who knew Dallas as a family member, longtime friend or advisor. The focus of another, October 4, 2013, was on those who knew Dallas best as a philosopher and colleague during his 47 years at USC. Between these, one tribute, May 25, 2013, gave more attention to those who knew him as a minister and reformer of the Church. The vision for creating this book is driven by Dallas Willard's influence on such a diversity of individuals. We have used the themes of the three memorials for Dallas as a way of organizing these reflections. It is not our intent to glorify or call undue attention to Dallas. Those who knew him know that he would hate that. The intent is to provide a medley of images, stories, and Dallas-isms from many individuals who were deeply influenced by him as a family member, close friend, advisor, professor, philosopher, minister, or reformer. For some who are writing, each of these labels and more may apply. The intent is for the reader to be moved and motivated toward deeper experiences of God through the sharing of stories about Dallas's influence on the lives of the writers. Contributors have been asked to do three things— after describing special snapshots of time spent with Dallas, each friend explains how their shared life with Dallas has impacted their personal and professional life, and finally reflects on how these insights may be generalized to the readers of this book. Dallas Albert Willard, 
lived a very big life. We do not present here his point of view, but a variety of points of view from which Dallas was viewed. We present what at times may seem like an intimate home movie, the rare kind that you actually enjoy viewing. It should be observed that while you will be hearing from thirty voices, this chorus could have rightly included many more. Each of the thirty-one students whose dissertations Dallas chaired and the thousands of others who were students and colleagues at USC could share so much more, as could the seven hundred students who took his two-week intensive class at Fuller, the two hundred Renovare Institute students who devoted two years to studying his influence on Christian spiritual formation, and scores of others who knew him only through his dense and hope-filled words that became windows.